Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are talking about New Zealand Bachelor, episode two. So this is season four with Moses, our new bachelor. Yeah, so far he seems like a real outstanding guy. Yeah, so as a reminder, if you don't really remember who he is, he's part of Soul Mia, which is like in, what do they call it, an operatic trio. And he like travels all over New Zealand and does shows and even all over the world, but I think mainly New Zealand. Um, so he's like pretty cool. He's really quirky. He's fun. And we left off last episode on a cliffhanger at the rose ceremony where we were just waiting to hear who was going to get that last rose. And Steph gets the last rose. Yeah, which is... Which isn't saying a lot because I don't really feel connected to many of the girls quite yet. It did actually surprise me, though, because of how much they had shown Kate, Georgia, and Amanda Mm -hmm. that episode. And all three of them went home. So the fact that they kept Steph, who I didn't even remember, kind of surprised me. I think he, like, that's one thing that stands out about this Bachelor Mm -hmm. is that he actually, like, assesses his relationship with the women instead of just being, like oh, they're pretty face and like, I got a chance to talk to them. I'm going to keep them. I have noticed that something he does is that he doesn't send someone home without taking the chance to talk to them first. Yeah. He like like gets a note. He like gets to like judge them. mm -hmm. Like he gets into like a good idea of their personality and see, I think he actually is looking for something he really connects with. Yeah. Instead of just somebody he has a physical connection with. And there's some people you can tell he has like a friendship with, which we'll get to in a second because his first one-on-one date is with Shivani. And she was the one who's like the lawyer slash samba dancer. And this whole thing was very friend zone Like it was very just like friendship level. They take a helicopter ride. Yeah. For the amount of like fun stuff they do. Like, they go to the hole in the rock. hmm And then they, like, play with a gecko. Or I guess, I think it was a gecko. Yeah. Yeah, and... He was making dad jokes, like, the entire time, which is fun, but it just showed... She was, like... As it went on, that they were just more, like, friends. Yeah, I think they are friends. I think he... That I want to say they have a physical connection, but I don't know if they just think... I don't know what they think, because <laughs> they did not say... But it didn't come off as, like, final. The worst part of this entire date is they're having, like, this romantic little picnic. And he tells her that she's a booger. And I was like, that's really embarrassing. And then he's like, oh, you can, like, take something and, like, wipe it off. And for some reason, they had no tissues. They had no napkins. She's trying to get it out. She's super embarrassed. And then realizes that it was the inside of her nose ring that he was seeing. And then I think he felt stupid and then she was like embarrassed and like felt stupid. And the thing is, before he said she had the booger, she was like acting all cute, kind of like, oh, maybe he'll kiss me, kind of like thing, like sitting there. And then he's like, oh, you have a booger in your nose. And then like after that, it just like completely fizzled. Like there was no, like he didn't try to kiss her. He didn't try to do anything. It was just... Very like, oh, you have a booger. They laughed about it. And then they continued. But the girls at home at the same time were like using the pineapple she had brought the week before to like make a vase for her rose and made her like a pineapple cocktail out of like the center of the pineapple. 
and did this whole thing, which was really nice and really sweet. But um, Shivani didn't get a rose. I know. You know, I probably would have told her she had a boogie in her nose, too. Yeah. Just like, I think it's polite, you know? It's just like, I mean, I probably would have told someone if, like, I kept looking at a booger in their nose, too. But I would have felt so dumb if I just found out it was the inside of their nose ring that whole time. Yeah. So, basically, to sum up this date, I'm not sure the chemistry is there. I think that I had to see more. But I'm sure Moses knows if there's anything worthwhile there. Yeah. So before we move on, I do want to take a quick second to talk about our sponsors for this episode. One of which is this company called Highland Titles in Scotland, which is this super cool company where you can buy a real plot of land that you can visit at any time. And when you buy it, it makes someone a lord or a lady of Glencoe. So you can help nature reserves in Scotland for less than $50 and you can go by Lord or Lady for the rest of your life, which is freaking awesome. So more than 250,000 people have bought one of these plots, which start from one square foot and go up to 100 square foot in size. And you can buy like couples plots too, so that they're next to each other. And these plots are in the Scottish Highlands and you can actually visit them. They're super beautiful. They have dramatic scenery and probably one of the most beautiful places in the world. So the Highland Titles Nature Reserve has become an official tourist attraction. And according to TripAdvisor, it's the most popular nature reserve in Scotland. It's an amazing gift for anyone with Scottish ancestry or for anyone who's really into conservation and the environment. I would personally recommend this for like a wedding gift for a couple. I think it's super cool if you're like, oh, you got married and now you're lords and ladies. Like what is cooler than that? So you can visit highlandtitles.com to buy a plot of land and become a lord or a lady of Glencoe. You can use the discount code batch report to get 10% off at highlandtitles.com. And we have another sponsor in this episode, which is wine.com. So especially this past year, I have been obsessed with being able to order wine off the internet. And something that I love about wine.com is that they have this stewardship program, which is unlimited free shipping with that membership for the entire year. So you're eliminating worrying about shipping costs for only $49 a year. And whether you order one bottle, you order a hundred bottles, it's like covered in that price. So usually within one or two orders, you've already paid off that $49 and wine.com is wine delivered right to your door. So they handle your wine with like great care. They do all the warehousing, the fulfillment, and then it just gets delivered to your house via FedEx, which is awesome. And they obviously have the free year round shipping, which is one of my favorite things ever. And my personal absolute favorite thing about wine.com is their app. Because if you're at the score at the store, you can scan rate and buy on the go. So you can just scan a wine label, see how much it costs on their website. And then you're like, Oh, that's a better deal. You can add it to my wine and you can just like ship it at any time. So you can go to wine.com slash batch report and get $50 off your first order, which terms do apply, but that is wine.com slash batch report for $50 off your first order. And we're drinking some wine.com wine right now. Yeah. They really do have the shipping down to a science. Like you can, a lot of times, depending on which wines you pick, it'll tell you how many days it'll take to get to you. So a lot of times you can get wine within like two days. Yeah. And the packing is superb. Yes. So if you want to know what we're personally drinking right now, we are drinking Hampton water, which I think is their number one bestseller for Rosé on their website. Yeah, so go get yourself a bottle of Hampton water. Yeah, you can use that $50 off that first order. Get yourself the Hampton water with that. 
So once again, I'm going to shout out the code again, just because I want you guys to check it out. Wine.com slash batch report. Um, so we got to continue with this episode though, even though I could talk about wine all day. Yeah. So they then go on a group date. And it's a boat race. Which I actually really enjoyed this because it was Moses's team versus Art's team. And Art has nothing to do with this date whatsoever. If you don't remember, he's like the first bachelor and he's now the host. Um, but he just really wanted to be involved. I think he got really bored in quarantine. He actually turns out to be like a pretty decent boater. Yeah, at the beginning, his team is losing. Moses' team is winning because Moses is just like going super fast while the girls are like keeping a steady pace. And then on Art's team, they were all keeping like an even pace with each other the entire time because they were like, oh, slow and steady will be like really even. And then Art saw that Moses was ahead and was like, screw it. I'm just going all out. I got to win this. So he starts going super fast. And it was a photo finish. They actually had to review the tape. And it turns out Art, team one which is kind of cool because it gives the impression that they were actually competing Mm -hmm. versus being like oh it's a tie no big deal right and i think it was fun because it was almost an advantage to be on moses's team because you got that extra time with him yeah and then like art's team they didn't get that time but then they at least won so it kind of like made that memorable like balance it out yeah so i think that was like a really cool group date but it was weird because no one really got alone time with him on the date yeah but yeah it didn't really seem like it built any of the relationships with any of the girls and he couldn't even remember later on in this episode who was actually on that date yeah, of course. Which well, like, the guys were like in front of all the girls. So and they were like, just competing against each other. Basically. Yeah. So I'm not sure how much that actually helped him decide on anything, but I'm sure that it was very fun. But back at the mansion during this group date, because only half the girls were on this group date. The other half of the girls were at the house and Lou started to open up to the girls about her partner passing away four years before. And she was like, this is my first time talking to a guy since he passed away four years ago. And like her partner, Sam had met Moses after like a soul Mio concert. So she was like, I feel like it's his blessing that like, he so what do you think about, what do you think about Sam and her memory loss? Oh, so Sam as a not lose old partner, Sam, but Sam, the girl. Yeah. Yeah, so it goes to the cocktail party immediately after she talks that. And Sam, you find out, has some short-term memory loss. And at first, I couldn't tell if she was joking or if she was being serious because she, like, basically restarted an entire conversation at the table. And everyone was like, what the hell are you? Like, we just had this conversation. And she's like, oh, I, like, had a head injury and I have short-term memory loss. And then she kept making jokes about, like, I have to, like, every day when I wake up, I forget where I'm at. Which I think they were just jokes. And that like was a joke, but she actually does have short-term memory loss, I guess. Yeah, I think that that's like a nice way to make light of the situation Mm -hmm. where you're like, I can joke about it because like I'm trying to like live with who I am. Which I think he thought was like really quirky and cute, like the way that she handled it instead of like she could have made it like a super deep thing, like in a thing, like in a date where she's like, oh, I have memory loss and like cried about it and had it like 
really dramatic, but instead she chose to make a joke out of it, which I think fits his personality. Yeah, I kind of like Sam. I don't know if she really has a shot, but I think like she's very brave. Yeah, because I feel like Sam and Lana both are people that joke with him a lot and he's attracted to that. So what do you think about Savvy? Um, I think that she's probably one of the people I would consider the prettiest. Like if I was going to say, oh, the person I find to be the prettiest, I would probably say Savvy. And she wore like these really cool cultural dresses, Mm -hmm. which I really appreciate. But I don't feel like they really had any kind of connection with each other. Where I'm like, she's really cool, he's really cool, but they're not really connecting. Yeah, that's how I felt too. And it kind of bummed me out because I wanted her to go a long way, but I was like, this is just not a match. Um, so Kimmy's going to like swoop in and she's going to grab some time. And she's kind of an interesting person. She's like... She's like kind of quirky. Really quirky. Not yeah. just like a little bit. She's like talking about the Hobbit. And like, which is kind of, she wears her glasses all the time, which I think are, I think it's actually really cool because it makes her so much more unique than the people we see on the American bachelor all the time that all have the same personality, all look the same. I feel like it was refreshing to see someone different. Yeah. It's like totally different vibe because nobody's like so cutthroat that they're cutting the other women down. Yeah. You know, when Kimmy wanted time, the girls were like, go ask for your time. Like you deserve it. Go ask for it. And then she interrupts to like get her time. And they were basically, she basically went up and was like, Oh, in like one or two minutes, can I have a few minutes to chat? And then they're like, of course, we'll just wrap up and then you can have your time. And it was like, not weird. I'm actually feeling like, like, uh, Kimmy is kind of like a top contender because one thing I noticed, not because I think she's the prettiest Mm -hmm. or anything like that, but I mean, she's pretty, but they're all, everyone there is pretty. So, um, one thing I noticed is that Moses kind of opened up to her Mm -hmm. about his like past relationships and stuff. Yeah. Like when she finally got her time, she got a lot of information from him really fast. Right. And like no other woman is getting that type of like reciprocal or not reciprocation, but like openness from him. And so, like, I feel like he just feels like a natural comfort with her. There is one person I feel like he has a comparable relationship with, but I'm going to wait until next episode to talk about that one. Oh, yeah, sure. But Chanel also is trying to get some time, and she's like, oh, I should go, like, grab some time with them before the cocktail party is. So she gets up, she starts to walk, and then Art comes in to say the cocktail party is over. Oh, yeah, totally cuts her off. So it's like, oh. There's the end. And then they cut off the episode before we get to see what happens. Which is the rose ceremony. I know. So we will talk to you guys next week for another exciting episode of The Batch Report.